Welcome to the Gone Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Matt Howell. And I'm your host, Angie Rogers Howell. What is the Gone Boss Podcast? Well, it's a weekly podcast where we feature awesome women in our community. We'll interview them, find out what makes them tick, the cool things they're doing to make our community a great place to live and work, and how they've gone boss. This week, we're brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more about them at LuckyTats.com. If you have a comment about the show or something you want to share with us, just call or text 765-233-2640. Again, that's 765-233-2640. We might use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and come hang out with us. And who do we have on the show today? Today, we have Chef Heather Peer from Ivy Tech. Our premier sponsor is Schaefer Leadership Academy. Find out more at SchaeferLeadership.com. On February 6th, Schaefer Leadership Academy is hosting a coffee talk, making the most of your LinkedIn account. It will be led by Courtney McAuliffe, who is an experienced human resources director. And she's going to tell you how to maximize your profile potential, strategize for effective networking through a social network, such as LinkedIn. She'll help you maximize your profile potential and how to use your LinkedIn connections to help catapult you into the next level. I'm Brian Ehrich from Open Door Health Services. We invest in Schaefer Leadership because it helps our employees serve our patients better and helps them understand each other better. One of the advantages we've found is it also creates a network of peer support throughout the community. Did you know Schaefer Leadership Academy offers memberships for area businesses and nonprofits? By joining SLA, you're not only investing in your people, you're investing in the community. Learn more at SchaeferLeadership.com. In the studio today, we have Chef Heather Peer from Ivy Tech with us. How are you doing today? I am very good. How are you? I'm, I'm good. doing very good. Thanks for stopping by. So tell us a little bit about yourself. What do you want to know? Well, everything. everything. <laughs> Let's right. start with what you're doing now at Ivy Tech. Um, I am the department chair for, well, actually, yeah, program chair for Ivy Tech Community College's hospitality administration. So we do baking, we do culinary, and we do hospitality administration. So we have okay. three separate programs with about 17 different certificates, technical certificates, and of course, two-year degrees. Cool. So that is my life right now. <laughs> and you're in a brand new, brand building. new building. Brand new, beautiful building. Um, and we have lots of room to grow. So nice. that that's our next step is to grow. Um, we've had a lot of success stories come out of there. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I'm gonna say year twelve I've been with Ivy Tech. Oh wow. So okay. I've been I've been through all of the different places we've been and the growth and the, the downtown move. Yeah. So. Cool. I drive by that building every morning on the way in and I see all the students and the big glass windows and stuff. Is that you do you teach in those? Yes. Awesome. Yes. Nice. I teach in those labs four days a week. So okay. I'm not just a, an administrator. I'm also one of the culinary instructors. So. Okay. All right. Tell us where you grew up. I grew up here in Muncie. Muncie? You're yeah. a Muncie. Muncie person. Muncie, yeah. In, until uh, ninth grade and went to Noblesville High School. Okay. And then came back and graduated from Southside in my senior year. So. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, right. so you came, came in back. and out. All right. <laughs> well, tell us about growing up. I grew up in Farmington. Okay. Went to oh, a myriad of schools. Actually, I went to almost all of them, I think. I went to Burris. I went to play and stuff. I went to uh, Delta, uh, Royerton, and then Northside and Store. And All Muncie right. Central. Did you just have a good time <laughs> jumping around? Or? Yeah. No, um, a lot of it was they were changing schools. A okay. lot of it was we moved from outside of town into town. Mm-hmm. And so when those things happen, you change school districts and then they close schools and they open schools. And yeah, that's the only reason I went to all of them. <laughs> 
That's amazing, really. It really is. It was the first graduate, last graduating class of store, first graduating class of Northside. So it was really kind of weird. It was like, oh, it's a new school. The same people, new school. So. Right. Tell us a little bit more about what you do at Ivy Tech, meaning you're teaching kids culinary arts? Yes, I teach the culinary arts side. Um, Chef Maggie. Uh, I say kids, but really. Kids. No, they're my kids. They're my kids. <laughs> they're yeah. your kids. It doesn't okay, matter but, if they're but five older or folks, 55. Do they get in there now? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. That's my thought. We, I just... We've got some spry, some spry older folks in there uh learning how to sometimes just cook for their families and mm-hmm. um, they aren't looking to change their careers but our student demographic has changed significantly in the last 15 uh, i'm gonna say five years mm-hmm. um we're really zeroing in on 18 to 21 year olds okay is what i'm seeing more and more i'm seeing a lot of dual credit um mm-hmm. we have i'm gonna say just in culinary in the five schools we probably have near 300 dual credit students oh, wow. um everywhere from anderson all the way down to connorsville and batesville okay um we cover 23 counties so that's a lot of dual credit and we're seeing a lot of them come into our program and really thrive Cool. So, um, but yeah, I teach, we teach French cuisine, which is, you know, the basis of all cuisine and we teach them all their methodology. We teach them knife skills without them cutting themselves. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that works, sometimes not so much. And we teach them, you know, I teach meat and seafood fabrication, garmage, which is a, a fancy word for cold prep, things oh, okay. like that. Um, I teach classical cuisine, which is their, their methodology class. And then we have a, just a myriad of other things that are done. But those are primarily the, the spaces that I teach in, okay. those 200 levels. So so what got you started uh, in this? I mean, did you go into it uh, for cooking or did you go into it for teaching? This particular job? Yeah. Um, I went into it for age. Okay. <laughs> Spent a lot of years in kitchens and a lot of years in the restaurant industry, bar industry. You're working nights and weekends and holidays. It's, it's there was, a rough I think, schedule. probably 15 years of I had, didn't see my family on Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, but I started in a kitchen at Camp Crosley when okay. I was uh, 13, going on 14 as a dishwasher. Oh. All summer long, I get to go to Camp Crosley and live in a cabin and do things and it was really cool so i did that for about three summers in a row it was just kind of how i started i hate the outdoors though so i don't exactly know um (laughs) why i loved it so much because it was a camp and i absolutely (laughs) am not made to live outdoors i'm not either no not at all but it's one of those things where i had a chef who was teaching me that really inspired me to do education and in my previous jobs i always trained a lot Mm -hmm. And it just something clicked. Mm-hmm. Something clicked. And so I ended up where I'm at, which has been kind of a progression with going back and getting a bachelor's degree, going back and getting a master's degree I'm right now in the final phases of my dissertation. So oh, okay. I, I am also a lifelong learner on top of what I do, because I also want to understand education, how I can make it better, mm-hmm. how I can make the learning experience better. You know, any of the any of the things that are going on with students, you have to recognize some things and, you know, why they maybe don't learn this way, but this way is a better way. Mm-hmm. So that's really why I went back to school and just kind of has progressed to where we are. Awesome. Do you think the uh, increase in like culinary program and stuff does like the the cooking shows, the cooking shows do they have something to do with it? They do people are like, I'm going to be on Top it. Chef or whatever. Everything right? do. They all want to be Gordon Ramsay or Amber L. Okay. Yeah. Um, they all want to run their kitchens. They all have these 
great ideas and they are absolutely influenced by social media and the television. Mm -hmm. They come in and they're like, oh yeah, I know how to do this. And then I show them the, how to actually do it. And they're like, oh, but that's not how That's not TV. how I see it on TV, right. Yeah, <laughs> I expect this just to be done and it's not. It takes time. It takes a lot of training, a lot of method work. Mm -hmm. And so after a while, they get there. Right. Um, but we're not all walking in Gordon Ramsay's or anything like that. <laughs> yes, correct. That is that's well, very I can much cuss correct. and throw things, so. Well, that happens too. Um, not necessarily from us, but sometimes they get frustrated. We always think it's funny. We've been watching The Great British Bake, Bake Off. Off yes, mm -hmm. on Netflix. And it was so funny. This one season, like they all start and they're like, all right, start baking. And then like 30 seconds later, you see everybody's like the fingertips of their fingers are cut off and all kinds of things. Blue, blue, blue band-aids band 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 everywhere. If you want to see it in real life, come on down. <laughs> that because first week of class, huh? Out, uh, first week, 16th week, doesn't really matter. Doesn't really matter. You know, each one of them, they will cut themselves at some point. Um, once they do it, they tend to listen a little bit harder at what we're trying to teach them. Um, but yes, the blue Band-Aids, we have a big box and we get through quite a few. I can imagine. Tell us a little bit about your family. Uh, my wife and I have a 22-year-old son. He's going to be 22 next year, next week. I'm Ooh. about ready to die about that. And he's getting married in July, exciting. which is exciting. We She's an educator too, so we kind of, that's a, a super common thing. Mm -hmm. Um, it gives us a lot of commonality. We get to, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of talking and a lot of, you know, hey, how would you deal with this situation? Mm -hmm. But, you know, my son had four parents growing up because we co-parented with his father and his stepmom. And okay. so if there was any major decision that had to be made, four of us got around a table. We talked about it. I think more people need a co-parent. Yeah. I think that if you talk to each other, it's probably going to be a better way. Um, so I, you know, having that, that stability for him, you know, I'm like, you know, we all need to talk about this. He's like, oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, really. We do. <laughs> we do. Cause yeah. I, you know, there, there's more than just one person here. There's, there's four people that really need to talk about what's best for you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, he, he kind of grew up in a non-traditional family, um, but doesn't see it as anything, but that's how he was raised. Well, yeah, it's it just takes a village. Yeah. And so my village is really cool. I like my village. And so. You know, he's got grandparents and he's got all kinds of families. This is going to be a big wedding. <laughs> Exciting. That's fun. Absolutely. Where's your wife teach? She teaches at Ive Tech. Oh, okay. All so right. you both teach One big happy yes. family. Yeah. yeah. Same building, different? Nope. Criminal justice. She's in a different building. Oh, okay. Awesome. All right. Yeah. Now, I bet that's interesting dinner conversation yeah. around your house every day. Absolutely. I learned something new, and so does she. <laughs> I bet so. Every, every night. But we don't run out of things to talk about, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, and we, we've made strides in making sure that we don't talk about work all the time, too. You yeah. know, it's like the first half hour, okay, how was your day? And then, let's you know, talk about something else. Let's talk about something else. Yeah. 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 Matt and I are, I mean, we're in the same boat. We, we work in the same office at the same company. And some days it's like, I don't have anything else to talk to you about. I yeah. love you. Thank goodness we but... live in farmland because there's 20 minutes of <laughs> mm -hmm. downtime because we don't drive with each other. We drive separate. We are able to decompress. And kind of not home. see each other's face for a second. Well, absolutely. But, yeah. And that, that's considered healthy, I, I would believe. We, we work in different buildings. We work, at, we work in completely different things. But, you know, the cool thing about us is for the last 12 years we've supported each other through different educational endeavors opportunities things like that i mean we've supported each other through multiple degrees i have read more papers on recidivism <laughs> yes that's a tough word say that three times <laughs> yeah. fast that i know what it is you know just yeah you know, hey, we read this. What what does it sound right? And so she'll she'll read some of my dissertation and go, I don't understand this. And I'm like, it's okay. Does it sound okay? She's like, sure. 
So we've, we've, we just kind of have this, it's just easy. It's not perfect, but it's, right. so, but it's easy. So you've been in downtown Muncie now for how many years? Well, let's see. We moved into the Patterson 10 years ago. Okay. Well, that's been 10 years. Wow. It's been 10 okay. years. Wow. Yeah. So tell us what you like or dislike about downtown Muncie. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a loaded question. I love downtown Muncie. <laughs> no, I do. <laughs> I've been downtown for a long time. I've worked at Vera Mays. I've uh, ran docks for three years. You know, I've, I've been downtown for a long for time, a while, so I'm yeah. very comfortable downtown. Now, have you seen a big shift, a big change over the past 10 to 15 years? Oh, Maybe yeah. Maybe 20? What? Oh, absolutely. What have you seen over time? When, let's see. During my time at, like, Docks, we'll yeah. say. You know, there wasn't a lot of people downtown yet. It was mm-hmm. Stan at the at the Harat and Docks, and then Kent and Steve at Vera Mays came down. And, you know, back then there wasn't a lot of anything downtown. Right. It wasn't the place you went. Yeah. No, you didn't. (laughs) Anywhere but there. You only went there for those things. Mm -hmm. And now people come downtown for all of things because there's just a variety of things you can do downtown every day. You know, with Chesterfields, which is the grand opening is on February 13th. Oh. Um, You know, we're not not competitors downtown. Mm -hmm. We've always made that. It's a student learning lab. Mm -hmm. Um, But, you know, we get to see the people that are downtown. We get to see all of the people that come and go. And we get get to, you know, showcase our students plus, you know, just be good neighbors. Mm -hmm. And, but yeah, downtown's changed a lot. We do tidy up Tuesdays, so downtown can be dirty too. Oh, I know. (laughs) So now, you know. I'm I'm so glad, like, uh, Ivy Tech kind of spearheaded the tidy up Tuesdays. Yeah, our chancellor said, hey let's let's clean her up you know yeah. and it wasn't anything about downtown other than we wanted to be good stewards we wanted to be good neighbors mm-hmm. you know we we have a a force to reckon with when it comes to as many students as we have down here so the clubs all join together and we did you know and the cabinet and everybody joins and says you know what let's let's help out yeah and i think even some of the like the downtown merchants have joined absolutely on board and they're like and oh they, we'll go out there too and absolutely it's it's kind of, it's kind of spread yeah, yeah exactly they really see cool. all of us in our little green t-shirts they're like "Ooh, today's the day you know <laughs> here let's pick it all up so you have to do that you have to be a community so i think the downtown's become its own community mm-hmm. which is cool i would like to see it spread oh yeah absolutely so what do you like to do for fun? You're like, what's that? <laughs> well, I love to travel. Travel's my thing. And since the child is now out of the out of the building, yeah, um, it's easier to travel. So if we decide a weekend, we just want to, we'll do like a four hour drive somewhere mm-hmm. and okay. check it out. You know, like if let's go to, I don't know, St. Louis, let's go to Newport. Let's go to, you know, we just, we'll just pick up and drive. When it comes to fun, my life is kind of fun every day. So sometimes fun to me is just sitting down reading a book that is not research related. Do you have any student success stories, like some breakout students that oh, yeah. uh, you keep top of mind, things like that? Yeah. Um, we had a graduate, I'm going to say it's been six years ago. His name is Alan Sternberg. He has been, um, he's a three times uh, James Beard nominee. Nice. Um, he right now is the executive chef of Yoko down in Indy. Nice. And also has his own pop-up that's called I Love Pasta. Uh, he's moved on from Common House, which is his old pop-up. So mm-hmm. he's doing some really cool things. Um, I have a chef that is was part of the Fox Garden family and went up to the Alina Group and is now um, a sous chef at Next, and they just earned their first Michelin star. Wow. So we've got some students that are doing some really cool things. And we're, you know, they, they always, you know, text you and they're like, hey, oh, my gosh. Um, I just had a student who was a former special ed teacher here in 
Muncie and ended up moving to Scottsdale, Arizona with his wife. He's the executive sous chef at OEB. And OEB is um, a high-end breakfast place that was started in Canada. They've opened their first one. And in our business, there's a lot of poaching that Mm -hmm. goes on. Yeah. So he was getting poached about three weeks into a new job. He's like, what do I do? You go for it. It's okay. Right. In that kind of business, it's okay. It's a good thing. Yeah. He's like, why don't my resume to think, you know, I was here for three months and here for two months. I said, no, that's a good thing. And so um, he got poached and he went up there for 30 days and trained with the the chef owner that actually did it and came back. And so he's doing really well, too. So we've got a lot of they're just everywhere. Cool. If they go to Disney for their internship, I never see them again. <laughs> I, I, know they're, I know they're OK, but they don't ever come back. I'm very, very rarely. All right. Now it's time for the lightning round. Quick questions and quick answers. First one. What's your favorite band or artist? Pink, best concerts I've ever seen. Here recently or back in the day? Over the last 10 years. Over the last 10 years. Yeah, okay. I concert. heard her show is amazing and she does the flying Absolutely thing. amazing. And we actually got to see her on a 10 day tour um, in a little place outside of Chicago in Tinley Park. Nice. And she was just looking at her last show and she was testing stuff out and it was a small venue it was very cool oh that'd be cool so we really got to hear some really cool vocals and she turned us on to some other musicians because she was just doing some covers too oh so are you an early bird or a night owl depends on my insomnia Mm. (laughs) depends on how tired i am so yeah no that's i used to be a night owl um as i get older i'm a little bit more of an early bird yeah what's your favorite book anything fictional i was a huge D &D fan in high school and so if it's fantasy, I'll read it. What, what's, a, what's a recent fantasy book that you've been able to get into? Um, anything written by Sarah Moss. Okay. Um, she's got some really just cool stuff. But it's, I mean, I don't really have a favorite one. I just kind of read them. When I read, I read quickly and in bulk. I'll devour a 300-page fantasy book in about two and a half hours. Wow. Okay, wow. Because I, I don't have to think about it. I just read it. I bet if you're used to reading, like, yeah. for research, yeah. and reading for fun is, like, even more fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I lose myself in it, and then I'm done. Yeah. So it's time to move on. Cool. <laughs> Have you ever met anyone famous? Yep. Oh, okay. That was quick. Care to Who? share? Who? Nope. All right. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> no, nice. I've, met a, I've, I've met several famous people. Um, a lot of them, like, delight. I met the entire band and actually hung out with them for a week oh, in New York. Cool. That's cool. Way back in, in the 90s. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I've met several famous people just by accident, not intentionally. What's your guilty pleasure? Cake and ice cream. Yeah. What Big kind time. of ice cream? I don't care. What Any kind of cake? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> if it is got cake in the name, I'm on. I'm down to just <laughs> eat it. And ice cream is a guilty pleasure because I'm very lactose intolerant. Oh, so okay. I don't eat it in large quantities. Gotcha. But when I do, I'm like, oh. You're, you savor it. Yes, yeah. absolutely. What's your favorite movie? I don't have one. None? I really don't. I, I'm, I'm a big, bigger reader than I am anything else. There's a couple of TV shows that mm-hmm. I watch religiously, but other than that, I'm more of a reader than a movie watcher. What's your hidden talent? I had to think about this one, and it's plumbing. Oh. Okay, nice. I can make water. I don't know why, but if I can YouTube it, I can fix it. And I've actually had plumbers come to the house to fix something, couldn't fix it, and I fixed it from YouTube. It's weird. I don't know why. Well, that's a handy skill to have. Yes, yes. but Not I a lot would, of people but do I it. wouldn't bet my life on it either. Yeah. But it's one of those things where I'm like, well, I'm going to watch it on YouTube, see if I can do it. Do you sing in the shower? Sure do. Why not? 
No awesome. one else is in there to hear me. <laughs> <laughs> Any specific genre or anything? No, whatever comes to mind. Whatever floats your boat that Whatever's day. going on at 7 a.m. Okay. or 6 a.m. or. All right, Star Wars or Star Trek? Star Wars. Okay, good yeah. fantasy. Yeah, yeah. I'm old school. Now, Star Trek, if it came to TV, because that was something I was really interested in when I was younger. Star Trek was awesome on TV. Yeah. Wrath of Khan was the best movie ever. Well, but, okay. <laughs> we can... Um, but they had seven other six or seven other movies that really didn't count. So yes, and I think that's why Star Wars. <laughs> yes. What's your most used emoji on your phone? I, you know what? I tried to look at that, and it's probably the heart emoji, just because it's kind of one of those default mo- emojis. It's kind of a catch-all. Yeah, um, but there's a lot of food emojis that are used too, so it could be any of those things also. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> like, do you have any apples? You know, so. <laughs> People are like, what are you doing? Well, thank you so much for being our guest today. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. Thanks for stopping by the farmhouse. We're also sponsored by Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. Find out more at LuckyTats.com. Did you know that the awesome folks over at Lucky Rabbit can tattoo just about anything? Anything? You're looking at a photo on your phone right now from Lucky Rabbit Tattoos. From Lucky Rabbit. Why is that? It is a picture of a pig. Like a drawing of a pig with all the different cuts of meat. The loin. The loin, the the leg, the back fat, the pork chop, the bacon, all kind of listed out. Anyway, I, I don't know who exactly wanted this tattooed on their body. They must really like pork. They must, and maybe they're like a butcher or something, because that would make sense. I don't know. It's very cool. It's very detailed and intricate. It's cute. Uh, it looks like it's on somebody's like forearm or something. Anyway, it's super cool. So if you want interesting, odd tattoos that, you know, you're not just going to walk in and like, you know, tattoo shops have, have a list of like, here's a pretty flower and some yeah. unicorns and other things I've done. If you got something totally weird and off the wall, like pig with the different cuts of meat listed out, guess what? They can do that, too. Find out more at LuckyTats.com. Today in the studio, we're joined by Amy Leffingwell, our project and account manager here at Farmhouse Creative. How are you doing today? I am busy, as usual. Of course, Angie has a game for us. I love games. (laughs) So we have questions from Jeopardy. They're $200 clues from Jeopardy, which are the easier ones, right? Yes. But people still do not get ready. (laughs) Okay. So I am going to give you the clue. Then you guys have to buzz in. That's just like Jeopardy. And then you have to phrase it in the form. Actually, I'll give you the multiple choice. Sorry. But you so still we have don't to have to say, so, okay. what, what is the Right. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, because I, that, coffee that's why that's I can never happen. do Jeopardy is because I would forget that part mm-hmm. every time. And mm-hmm. they'd be like, no, no. Well, that's how they get you. That's like their whole game. That's their scam. Madonna videos. Madonna restages a Marilyn Monroe's Diamonds Are a Girl's Best Friend number. Ding, ding. Oh, you don't even need those. I don't even need that because it's material, girl. Oh, good job. <laughs> I'm going to just sit here like a lump because I don't know. <laughs> On the map. You might be better at this one, Amy. <laughs> it's the fr- foreign country closest to the French cities of Lourdes and Bordeaux. And it's a country? It is the foreign country closest to the French cities of those. What is Germany, Spain, Switzerland, or Italy? I'm going with, uh, I want to say Germany. I'll say Spain. Spain. Oh, dang. <laughs> Go, Matt Howell. That's two for me. Brush up on my French I'm, I'm cities. I'm at 400. Do, do we You're get... negative I'm two. I'm negative. <laughs> <laughs> Wings. An official state bird, the Rhode Island red, is one of these. What is a canary, a chicken, 
a finch or a cardinal? Ding, ding, ding. Cardinal? Chicken. Chicken. Dang it! I don't like this game! (laughs) Sherlock Holmes stories. Poison darts turn out to be the cause in The Adventure of the Sussex Blank, one of these Slavic friends. That's a weird (laughs) question. I don't even... Yeah, okay. What is the dragon, the dampir, a vampire, or mare? The Adventure of the Sussex Blank. What do you think, Amy? What was the second one? Dampir. I'm going to go with that just because it's weird. I'll go with vampire. Vampire. If it's vampire, I'm quitting. (laughs) It was vampire. This might be a shutout. (laughs) I know. Jeez. Now, I think Matt has the advantage because he lets you answer first. Oh, and then he he picks another one. (laughs) So then he has a better chance. That's okay. That's okay. Okay. Ladies first. Measuring devices. The name of this automobile instrument comes from the Greek for measure and weigh. So it's Greek for measure and weigh. What is speedometer, anemometer, odometer, or trip meter? Ding, ding, ding. 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 Is it odometer? Only because that sounds like speed doesn't sound Greek to me. Mm-hmm. Odometer is correct. Oh, hey. you yeah, got one. I got one. <laughs> Dang. Michigan odds and ends. Appropriately, this type of building is in Grand Rapids is named after astronaut Roger B. Chaffee. What is a planetarium, a museum, a solarium, or an airport? I'm going to say... A planetarium. Well, that was my guess as well. Ding, ding, ding. Planetarium is correct. Boom. Because it's, Both you know, planets. I know. It was an accident. What may be the first air disaster came in 1785 when a fire ensued after one of these hit a chimney in Tillamore, Ireland. I was going to say hot air balloon. Hot air balloon, blimp, kite, or parachute? I'm going to say parachute. Hot air balloon. Have... Okay. Oh, well. Good job. Next to the air. Amy got what, three now? And now it's time for the final Jeopardy answer. I'm coming for you, Amy. Here we go. All right. Look out. Here we go. The category is toys and games. Make no apology for this classic board game, the game of sweet revenge. Ding, ding, ding. Do, 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 oh, I have to write. I, can't, I don't have anything to write with. <laughs> <laughs> and how much are you going to well, wager? Um, All of my money. Okay, me too. Okay. <laughs> go for it. Sorry. I'm saying, what is sorry? Oh, come on. Now we're getting technical. <laughs> that is correct. Ding, ding, ding. I win anyway. Yay. Oh, that no. was my default because you all wagered all of your All money. of our money. That's right. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. Good well, job. thank you for playing along with my game of Jeopardy. That was fun. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Gone Boss. Be sure to check us out at GoneBoss.com or hashtag GoneBoss. We're on Instagram at GoneBoss2K or you can find us on Facebook just by searching GoneBoss. If you have a comment about the show or want to share something with us, call or text 765-233-2640. That's 765-233-2640. We might just use it on the show. Also, join the conversation in our Facebook group. Just search Gone Boss and hang out with us. If you like what you hear today, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcast. Today's episode was brought to you by our premier sponsor, Schaefer Leadership Academy. Check them out at SchaeferLeadership.com. We're also brought to you by Lucky Rabbit Tattoo. Find out more about them at LuckyTats.com. Have a great rest of your day, and don't forget to tune in next week and find out who has Gone, gone Boss. boss.